0: Welcome, Dr. James Beckett. Sports card insights. Before I get started here on this listener uh, question episode, the uh, seven of them. Just said, some of these are whimsical. Try to have sports card insights each time, but sometimes there's just uh, other life insights or questions and comments that what is somebody thinking? Generally, those questions that I'm really puzzled about do not come from within the hobby. The hobby people are pretty much my people, but the people from outside the hobby, I don't know what they're thinking. They're a different species, perhaps, if you're not a collector. So thanks, uh, sponsors, Top Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Sucker the Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, CompSea.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Okay, first question was from Robert Love. I wanted to discuss the thought process of what goes on my wall and what doesn't. And again, I'm, you're able to see that as you go to uh, YouTube. I've been posting... I think I'm up to eight videos now on YouTube of just short uh, one panel at a time. And you can see he's what he's asking. There really are no hard and fast rules. I originally designed the wall six or seven years ago, and I just put stuff alphabetical order according to what I had. And so it wasn't my best stuff. It was just stuff that I had there. And then as I've submitted more and more stuff to BGS with the intent of Adding it to the wall, I've had to uh, replace and uh, switch out some things. And that's been fun. And so I'm trying to uh, tell that story. Again, no hard and fast rules, but uh, to tell the story of how I got the card or where I got the card or why that card is going to be removed. It's not just based on the value, because if it was the value, there, there's some actually, there's some pretty expensive cards there, but mostly they're just good cards. A few great cards, but not the glamour cards that, that people are going to think, hey, I need to steal that. They're good cards, but if people... Just need to see that this is stuff that when, when people come over and I show them to people, I, I want to be able to have a, a nice story that I can tell about the, the cards that are on. a second. This is again, coming from outside the hobby and a shout out to Rich Muller at the Sports Collectors Daily. Amazed what he comes up with. He's got the son suing the mom and I, it caught my, it's like man bites dog, but apparently the mom is estranged from the son now and the son wants his baseball cards. That the mom has, so the mom didn't throw them away. The mom kept them, and she says the son gave them to her as a gift. So I I think this is really strange. It certainly should not be winding up in court. And then the question is, the difference in the value, as a price guide guy, is is a difference between a misdemeanor and a felony. If if it's a fifty-three tops satchel page card, if it's a one, it's still a decent card. If it's a ten, it's ultra expensive. And it's not a 10 and it's probably not a 1. It's something in between. But Again, if it's a possession is nine tenths of the law, even when it's your mom, apparently. So uh, be nice to your mom in case she has some of your cards uh, still there. And thanks, Rich. OK, a couple of weird questions I got here. OK, so I got an email unsolicited. It said, I said, we're doing placement in our top 10 podcast list publishing in February. Any chance we can get five of the best graded cards from your collection. We're into mantles, anything vintage, Babe Ruth, Hannes Wagner, etc. I thought maybe we could work something out. Now, I'm not going to give the name of this, but this is amazingly audacious. Maybe, I guess if they're going to tout my podcast if I give them some <laughs> graded cards from my collection perhaps a babe Ruth so I don't know what they're thinking but does this stuff work it's just it's amazing to me now, number one my cards are you know I'm not selling stuff like that and I'm not loading it out either and, and I don't need uh, placement of my podcast that bad I, I think my podcast uh, will find its uh, audience without uh, somebody like that promoting it I don't know if, if uh, he was it's a he <laughs> if he was going to do a giveaway that'd be interesting things, have a little sweepstakes that if you listen, then you get one of those cards. That sounds a little to me, so count me out. Uh, thanks. Nice try. Nice try. Uh, another one along that same line <laughs> and It is an email. unsolicited from a podcast service. It says, Hi there. Hope you're having a great day. We're reaching out due to your podcast. We have a bunch of questions. Is your podcast still active? <laughs> Do you need any kind of services like audio production, editing, graphic design, or video production? Thanks for your time. And then it says who it's from. First of all, I am still active. <laughs> That's I, I hate form letters that where they didn't do any homework. So the first question is, is your podcast still alive? Wow. Uh, of all the podcasts out there, most podcasts run out of gas. I've been going for two and a half years every day except Sunday and really haven't missed. But again, so that doesn't mean that I don't need help. But whatever I've been doing has been working to the extent that it's working. I certainly could have higher production values, but I think that would affect my uh, consistency and the fun that I have. So again, nice try trying to sell services, but if not, the best come on to say, is your podcast still active? Punchline though, most podcasts are, are not still active. They're, they go on hiatus and thankfully I haven't. because so I've had good health and I appreciate your concerns about that. Okay, another one here. (laughs) Another unsolicited email. I'm not going to mention his name. It's Hello, James. I have some industry news I'd like to send to you that may be of interest to you. Is there an email I can send a press release? Thanks. And then signs his name. Again, it's not a woman, it's a man. And I'm thinking, okay, let me get this straight. He sent me an email telling me he'd like to send me an email with a press release. I don't know what the press release would be, but just send the press release. It just, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what, what the strategy is there, other than you send out a bunch of emails and see what you get. Okay, on the mortality stuff, one of the things that came up from Jason Wichern, he said, I buried my dad with a Duke Snyder card and a Mickey Mantle card in his jacket pocket but they were more recent ones and I kept the more valuable ones for my collection. I think if somebody dies and they have wishes, uh, you should honor those wishes. On the other hand, it doesn't make a lot of sense to put a, a valuable card in the vest pocket of somebody. there. Whether it's a reprint, a photocopy, I don't know. I'm not uh, When you're dead, when you're in the casket, we, we can joke about what goes in the casket, but it's just like going to a funeral. Funerals are to honor the departed, but to those who are there are the ones that get the message and, yeah, I want to have a life well lived, uh, and that does not include going into my casket with cards in my pockets. So no, no judgment, Jason. And lastly, this is a question about UV exposure. A little more substantive than the others, the other whimsical ones. But mentioning that he listened to the podcast and he's heard about the, the wall. And the wall can be seen when I'm interviewed on some other shows. My Card wall is a backdrop. And so, whether it's just any of these other shows where I'm interviewed on somebody else's YouTube show where there's video, you can see the support. So, he's very concerned about the UV exposure. Again, it's a virtual wall. The wall is actual wall and it's facing away from the window. Uh, so, I am taking precautions, the light and the, the virtual wall that is my backdrop that I've rotated, I have a couple different, several panels. So it's, the wall's too big to, to put the whole thing, but I can do the A's and B's and C's or the, I did the O's and P's and Q's and R's. I've done different ones. So anyway, the UV light can be a problem, but I've taken some precautions. Mark Jurgavan was mentioning that, The grading companies, are they aware of this or what are they doing? I talked to Jeremy Murray, and I think I'd heard that BGS injects a little bit of UV-resistant chemical stuff into their slabs. They can't put too much in there, or it might yellow the slabs, which would be undesirable. But apparently, they have a little bit, but I think it's not enough that if you were to park your slab In front of the window, like we did at first base back uh, 40 years ago, 40 plus years ago, The card that was in the window for some period of time is so bleached out it's unbelievable that was unwise but that was 40 something years ago let's see so what other precautions do i take i'm not going to do museum lighting but i have overhead lighting and yet the card panels for the wall are somewhat recessed so they're not facing into the light as i said they're facing away from the windows in fact the curtains the curtains are always down. A little bit of light gets through, so it's not a blackout shade. But I don't have very many windows in my card room for that exact reason. So I appreciate your concern. I would be concerned too. But the lights are off, unless it's during the daytime and I'm in here. Other than that, it's a room that's, that's uh, locked off and, and, and the lights are turned off. I don't want to have damage <laughs> of my cards. For normal wear and tear, again, my very best cards are at the bank. They're in a, in a bank vault. so They get no light. So there's nothing happening there. And then a lot of the other cards are boxed up, degraded. I don't have the fancy cases, but I have the, the graded shoe box. Card boxes are expensive now. And then you've got the upgraded, these other cases just the basic ones there. Again, they're secure. So I'm not having things out. When people come over and they want to see stuff, I can bring it out and then I put it right back. Mark, I appreciate your concern. It is a legitimate concern. If I were putting uh, my cards in a different room, which I've thought about, I'd almost need to have some kind of protective coating or shielding, because if it did get exposure to light, that would just be tragic. So anyway, thank you for your concern. Everybody should take this as a cautionary tale, is that you you need to be serious. Don't expect your grading slab to protect you. I don't believe it will. Jeremy does not warrant that it will for BGS or any of the others. Again, if you had so much UV-resistant stuff in there, it it wouldn't look good. So thanks, everybody. Be back again tomorrow with another episode. The What it. doing?